Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Third Deck Lounge Podcast. We have Nate Pinardi here today with us talking about getting out of the fucking barracks for holidays and also transitioning. And this is going to be a really cool conversation. I'm already super excited about this. Nate, welcome to the show, man. Hey, what's up, dude? It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, we talked a little bit before we started recording about like what you're doing, where you're at now, and... Um, you know, and just kind of what we wanted to hit on. Uh, and you said you wanted to start with uh, getting out of barracks, and I think that's a great thing to start with. Yeah, dude. So, um, I uh, I was in Lima Company, um, and so you know, one of my things uh, that was you know kind of bestowed onto me from my father was uh, actually going out with the boys and doing shit. Um, you know, it's easy to get sucked into the whole. Uh, the fucking staying at the barracks every weekend, getting absolutely blitzed, you know, getting into dumb stuff, which I mean, don't get me wrong. The occasional party is, uh, it ain't, there ain't nothing wrong with it. Like yeah, there ain't nothing wrong yeah. with getting housed with the dudes and like whatever. But it, when it comes to the point when the only thing that you have going for yourself is sitting at the barracks all weekend and facing a fucking 30 rack or multiple 30 racks in a weekend, you know, that's when it gets to be kind of, um, it's sad, honestly. Yeah, it gets and, to be a little uh, unhealthy. Yeah, dude. And I don't know about you, but uh, a couple of my, like, actual personal, personal friends that I grew up with in the Marine Corps, um, we uh, we used to, like, on, on weekends, long weekends and stuff, we used to, like, pick a spot on the map on the eastern seaboard and, like, be like, all right, fuck it. This 72, we're going to go here. Like, dude, that's actually on- sick. Yeah, dude, it fucking one of the best weekends I ever had. Um, it was based off of that. Yeah, and, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't that's know about awesome. you. Did you have any? Did you um, have any weekends like that? I mean, honestly, man, like everybody kind of they'd either be drinking or dudes would be going home or going to see their girls or you know we didn't really have too much of. Um, like you said, just picking a random spot and going. That's actually sweet, though. I kind of wish uh, me and my friends would have done that. We went to an Airbnb once, but that was when we got out. Um, I mean, they did go one other time, I think, um, but I wasn't there for that one. So, Yeah, man, and I, I can't speak enough to it. Um, you know, that's actually how I made one of my closest friends, like uh, – I was about to say, uh, like 4th of July weekend, 2018, something like that. We, uh, we went to Virginia beach for like the whole 96. We, we didn't know anybody in fucking Virginia beach, but we just went and fucking had a great fucking time. And now he got out of the Marine Corps and he stayed near me because we just grew to be that fucking close. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's actually pretty cool. And I've heard of actually some dudes that got out and actually decided to just go to the same college together and like room together and shit. I think that's pretty fucking cool too. And that's something that I wanted to hit on because that's something that I focused on with my junior dudes. Um, when you know when they first hit the fleet and stuff like that, I told them you know the job's the job, but you know there's there's nothing more important in the job than the coercion that you have with your boys. Um, and that was something that was kind of forced onto us by our seniors was, Hey, these are your fucking boys. Like you need to, you need to knuckle down with these dudes and like invite each other over to go to family things. Like 
That same dude I was telling you about, he used to come up with me for Christmas and Thanksgiving to my house up in Boston. Mm -hmm. Like, and I frequently had dudes from my company come with me to go to New Jersey, Boston, New York, like just getting the fuck out and actually bonding with your dudes. Like, yeah. I really think that makes a difference. Yeah, especially when you go to those places, like you go, uh, I don't know what part of New York went, but if you went to New York City or shit like that, just going there with your boys, man, especially when you guys are still in and, you know, just having that cool experience of like just partying out in, you know, New York City, for example, that's fucking sick. That's definitely shit that you would remember for a really long time. Yeah, dude. And I, I couldn't tell you how many people like driving back from those things would be like, damn, man, like, you know, your family feels more like family than mine, like blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I did grow up in a Marine Corps family, but, you know, we also that's how I came to understand that, like that time with the boys, that's what makes the difference. And I think that is what helped me through my career was staying positive and just going out and doing stuff and just not hanging around. Yeah, man. And you, you talked about your family a little bit and you kind of told me, uh, you said it was your great grandpa, right? Well, or your great, great grandfather, I assume would be the the one that was, um, pre predating all the way back to like world war one, right. In the military. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's fucking cool. And you, you said he was, um, Wait, what did he do? Uh, he was an 11. He was, uh, he, he did go to Bella Wood in 3-6 and then, uh, or with the 6th Marine Regiment. And then, uh, my grand following on my grandfather, uh, he was with 1-6 and then was also with 1-9 in Vietnam. And then, uh, my dad was in 3-8. So. Dude, that's pretty sick. Um, yeah, that's kind of like a whole lineage of just, you know service and you know it's kind of cool that uh that he was actually in bella wood because you know we always hear the the speeches and stuff but it's like it's kind of more real you know when when you hear like it coming from like you know yeah my great 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 grandfather was there yeah man it was uh it was a pretty surreal experience i was very lucky to have the experiences that i had um and i think i was able to help a lot of people out especially you know uh i was listening to your previous podcast with other guys that we served with and stuff and just you know they were talking about how easy it is to get down in the dumps and uh you know the importance of reaching out to your boys like i still like i send like homie checkup texts all the fucking time yeah dude like, even like uh when i see people snapchat stories or anything i haven't talked to them in a little bit i'll just swipe up and you know just kind of be like oh you know yeah um shooting the shit a little bit and then asking them how they're doing and shit yeah bro and it, it sucks um you know i have a, personally a few buddies that um got out and they're kind of struggle bussing um and I mean, the best that I, I mean, I've offered to help them with a million different things, but the best that I can do is just talk to them and be there. And that's something that I'd like to go ahead and uh, just put out there is like, just talk to your boys, like fucking be there for them. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it, it's instilled in us to have that tough guy fucking blah, blah, blah. Nothing's bothering me. I'm fine. I'm fine. Real guys don't talk about their feelings. Yeah. But um uh, I personally think that's bullshit oh yeah no i agree too i think that's that shit's always dumb um yeah dude it's important too dude because like even with like my friends like i won't tell them you know i won't blow up with every little problem and shit but they'll tell me about some of their stuff going on sometimes and it's just like 
I sit there, I'm like, oh, yeah, me too. Me too, man. <laughs> you just got to be there. Like, I mean, fuck. Uh, we had the the Lima company went to Norway in October of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right before that, we had our pre-deployment leave. And my wife and I ended up going to, like, taking a weekend trip somewhere and came back. So I didn't stay the whole leave block. But, uh, like, literally the night I came back, um, one of my buddies was going through it. Um, he was having some personal issues. And I had to like go to the fucking barracks to check on him. Like, yeah, you you just need to go and fucking be there. Yeah, dude. If you if anybody ever thinks like one of your boys is just off, he's not acting right, or like, you know, you just do some talk to him, dude. Because I guarantee you, if you actually approach people and just like talk to them, be like, hey man, what's going on, you know? And then if they're like, oh no, I'm fine, I'm fine. Be like, well, you know, I noticed this, this, and this. You know, you don't, you know, you, you don't seem yourself and, you know, maybe they'll open up or, you know, maybe keep shutting you out. But like you said, we got that mentality is the whole, uh, you know, tough man shit. And we gotta, we gotta be able to like talk to each other about shit, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the other things that like comes up is, you know, I've seen this with a lot of uh, guys that we got out with was, um, hey, I came to join the Marine Corps to stack bodies and blah, 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 blah. And we didn't stack bodies. We just got a super sick pump out to uh, Oki and then a super sick pump out to Norway. I feel like my time's been wasted, childhood wasted, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, uh, I, I hate to see the outlook being like that yeah i you know that's great that you mentioned that because um this whole like we didn't go to combat thing so our service doesn't matter that whole little mentality that's that's dumb it's this even though we didn't go to war we still had an experience we still had you know lessons that we walked away from this with um you know your service still mattered and it's still it it um it laid the foundation for like kind of the rest of your life too like you're kind of you're going from here even if you look at it in like a negative way like you still like this is kind of this is where you're like stepping off to the rest of your life with and like the lessons and the memories and the friendships and stuff and that stuff like you shouldn't just like close the door on that like your friends keep keep in contact with your friends dude because you never know when like um they'll be the, they'll be able to help you out like even in whatever state you're in like i found out like four uh four people from my company were uh in the same state that i am and i didn't even know you know and now we're like hanging out on weekends and shit yeah dude which is which is awesome like i uh, i fucking uh i have a couple buddies from our battalion that decide to hang around here and um it's just it's it's cool to hang out with them after the fact like to be transitioned out. I know a lot of people struggle with transitioning to be transitioned out and still have some of the dudes that you kind of grew up with as a young adult. It's fucking cool. It's cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's a, it's a very, very deep, uh, friendship. Absolutely. And, uh, that's, I mean, uh, that that's really the key is just, you know, I, I don't know if some people feel the way that like, you know, I got out that page is behind me. There's no need to talk to these people anymore or something like that. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about you, but, uh, I have some really good fucking friends and oh, like, yeah, people that I would, would legitimately consider friends. 
Yeah, man. I mean, for me, like, with the friends that I made, dude, they literally could, they could text me and be like, hey, I need you, man, and I'd, I'd be on a flight. Like, that's that's how, you know, how much they really mean to me. Yeah, and that's, that's true fucking friendship. And I think a lot of us share that with each other. But either, you know, people don't want to talk about it or they, uh, I don't know, just sometimes just stop and tell your homies how much you yeah. appreciate them. Yeah, dude. That's why I really like this um, whole poetry thing that's been going on in the Marine Corps lately. Like, uh, I interviewed Dead Gunner the other day, and, um, and it's cool, too. And I, I talked to... Brumfield, Albert Brumfield a little bit too because he he founded uh, Block 3 Poems and just talking to these dudes and hearing like where they came from when they started this and then just like reading through it too it's it's like a very elegant way of talking about like the feelings and the experiences and um, just giving you that idea of like what it's kind of like and then it's just stuff you can relate to as well yeah, man. I, uh, I was actually listening to them, um, while I was at work and the fucking outstanding, uh, shows you had with them. Um, Brumfield's a fucking awesome guy. It's great to see him succeeding on the outside. Uh, he's a fucking a cool ass dude when we we're in, um, and dead gunner. I listened, I listened to that one too. He sounds like a pretty fucking straight up dude. And, uh, you know, I like to see like, you know, these guys succeeding yeah um, all great guys dude I, I loved interviewing them and having conversations with them man and talking about like succeeding dude you described to me a little bit about what was going on with your transition dude and how it was kind of almost seamless and that's actually really fucking cool i'd really like to hear about that um so yeah that was honestly it was a shot in the dark um because i i made the snap decision that i was going to get out it wasn't I was I wasn't planning on it the first three years of my career, um, and then you know I figured out, hey, I'm gonna get out. This is the, this is the, this is it. This is game time. I'm in my last year, and I'm kind of in a pickle. Uh, I'm married. I have a house. Um, I need to pay bills. You know. Right. Yeah. And uh, luckily, our first sergeant at the time. Um, he came out and he's like, look, if you're getting out, you need to fucking do skill bridge. I was like, I never heard of this shit ever in my entire life. Yeah, dude. And, uh, it was like, it's the coolest fucking program ever. Uh, it, they, they, if you go on the website, they have like, and mind you, I'm not like endorsed by these fucking people. So I don't think, I don't want people thinking I'm like blowing smoke up someone's ass because you know, I did it and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, this program's legitimately fucking cool. Uh, it's like 600 plus programs that they have for whatever you could do literally whatever. I have like eight friends that went to the same fucking canine school to become certified canine handlers. Oh yeah. I knew um, a few people that did that. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's fucking cool, man. Like it, it essentially is a program to have you set up to, have a job the day you eas now i had a couple buddies that did some other veterans uh, assistant program stuff like that and uh it essentially it wasn't skill bridge but it was essentially the same thing um but they didn't have to like jump through any hoops with the unit or anything um and yeah it, it uh it ended up working out for them i have a buddy who's an electrician in kentucky uh just all sorts of there's a whole slew of things that you can do and um 
one of the things I want to talk about is like the whole mentality of, oh, I'm just a fucking grunt. All I can do is shoot and throw frags and blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I, I it breaks my heart to fucking hear it. And honestly, yeah. it pisses me off. Yeah, dudes sell themselves way too short. We, you, so kind of how I described it one time, we were on a field op when I, when I did this, but, um, cause somebody, one of my junior dudes had asked me, they were like, well, what did, what do you think? um you have like skill set wise when you leave the marine corps like what are we beyond just uh oh three whatever and at the end of the day dude like this this experience really teaches you a lot of shit that'll like if you really use it will set you up um well no will put you into the position to be successful because all of us got leadership skills from having lead been in charge of dudes and um taking care of them we all have problem solving skills we all know how to like network to solve those same problems even quicker than say doing it by yourself um and then at the same time too having known all these people if you're trying to get into something that somebody else might be getting into, hey, you guys can give each other recommendations. Or if he's already in there, he can give you a recommendation to get into that. Um, or even just, like, put you on the right path to um, get in there quicker than even he did. Say, like, just, you know, t giving you advice on, like, all the mistakes he made. He's like, yeah, don't do this. Just do this shit. And then fucking, you know, just setting each other up for success. Dude, there, there's so—I literally went on for, like, an hour— about all the things like I can't remember all of it off the top of my head right now but that when I sit down and like think about it there's like so many things from this experience that you can use to really uh set yourself up for success bro you're so right like I was you know I at one point I felt that way and uh talking to the family and people that got out and this that and the other um I was quickly snapped out of it by my dad. And he's like, what are you fucking stupid? I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, dude, are you fucking he got all moto? And he's like, JJ, JJ did tie buckle, all that other shit. He goes, what was that? Fucking nothing. I was like, all right, shit. all right, you're right. So if you look at it and you write that shit down on a resume, that's a fucking good sounding resume. Yeah, dude. Like, you, I thought about it myself too. I was like, cause I was a team leader and you know, I was saying, I was like, okay, well, how do I take my resume and make this experience not sound useless? And basically what I tied it all into was leadership skills. I don't need to be micromanaged. I can quickly learn any, um, any job and I can even seek out the information myself. Someone doesn't have to be sitting there teaching me, um, you know, inevitably, just if, if you're a hard charger and you really, really want it, you're going to end up being in charge of people around you probably pretty quickly. Um, you don't really realize it, but you, there's a lot of skills you have that can um, that can help set you up for success, dude. And I'm, I'm serious. Like, you can sit... I'll, I'll probably even um, put out, like, an example resume one day, just, just on a story or something. Just, uh, I want to write something yeah. up that sounds really good that, like, people could use. Absolutely, dude. I fucking love to help you with that because, like, once again, like, you know, think about it. When you think of Marine, like, before you became a Marine, like, what did you think of? Yeah, you thought of, like, the best of the best. And that's what people, people, okay, I'm so glad you brought that up because I would have forgot to mention it. People have this idea, um, 
when you get out that you are like like the finest this country has to offer like they really do they think like you're fucking like well disciplined very intelligent um individual with all these like lethal skills it what have you but like at the end of the day they they the expect as soon as someone finds out that you you were a marine that you were in the infantry the ex the the expectation of what um you're capable of is instantly shoots like really high up compared to like other people yeah absolutely and you know fucking i mean think about it right let's say you had a leadership leadership position so um i'm a team leader fucking i'm responsible for four people right i'm responsible for their lives essentially if Mm -hmm. shit actually kicked off whatever responsible for their lives yeah the accountability Um, of their gear Correct. Their gear. Think about that as like a fucking finance thing. Yeah, like, the money value. All of our shit works. Yeah, dude. Like, I can sit here and even just fucking what? How much is a set of PVS 14s, for example? The, yeah, like I don't know, eight fucking, grand, nine grand. Hold on, let me see. Brand new. Oh, PVS brand new. 14. I need. I need a Jamie, dude. Um. Yeah, brand new set of PVS 14s is like three grand. That's just that's exactly. just your MVGs, not even counting right. the optics, the the fucking lasers, the weapon itself, fucking um, all the all that extra shit that you get handed when you when you're about to step off or a field op, like all that shit. That's like a monetary value. Like put that in because you were responsible for that. Correct, and if you're a squad leader, it's even more. Oh yeah, and. Another thing that fucking drove me insane to listen to people say, and once again, it, it it's just it sucks to hear people think like this. But oh, I'm just a dumb grunt, dumb grunt. Some of the smartest motherfuckers I have ever met in my life were infantry marines. Oh yeah, like, no, I agree. Um, a lot of people like like to uh, put. I guess sell ourselves short, but like really when you think about it though, like I'm sure you can remember countless times that you and your team or your squad or platoon or whatever were handed out some nut ass task to do and you guys figured it out probably real fucking quick. Cause like when yeah. we all come together, dude, like we like we're not dumb like at all. Like we're actually really, really intelligent. Absolutely. And that should come to fucking helping your boys get out. So, I mean, that's, that's one thing that I've been doing a little bit recently. Um, is that, so I ended up doing the skill bridge program. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to ask taking... you, how, how did you get into that? Like what, like working through your chain of command, what did you need to do? Cause I, I've heard a lot of times that when dudes were going to skills bridge, they were getting turned down or they like, what, what did you do to like secure your seat in that? Honestly, dude, it was fucking hell. I ain't even going to lie about that. Uh, I had a fight for every inch. So they were like, yeah, you need to do skill bridge if you want to get out. I said, okay. Um, how, how do I skill bridge? And they were <laughs> like, I don't know. Figure it the fuck out. They nobody fucking knew about it. Nobody fucking knew. So I had to like, I made this decision in August, August of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. August of what's the month before July. Yeah. July. I made the fucking decision in July, August. I started my paperwork. Um, and so they were on the, the like middle ground of deciding whether to send me to Norway or not. And, um, I went to 
whatever. And I was like, look, um, you guys want me to do this program and my TRS and everything else. Um, great. I'll do it. But I, I don't know what the possibility is of me doing it with having to go to fucking Norway. Yeah. Cause when, when you're on deployment, like the pace is pretty quick. You don't really have too much downtime. And, uh, yeah. And so fucking, they were like, I don't know, you're going to Norway, figure it the fuck out. And so luckily, um, the director for the program that I went to do, um, was willing to work with me on the time hacks. Um, just understanding cause she, her husband's a Marine, stuff like that. Understanding where my position was. Um, luckily everything all worked out. I actually had to finish my paperwork like four days before it closed when I came back in December. Um, but things just luckily worked out and to do these programs, it takes a lot of legwork. Nobody's going to fucking do it for you. Yeah. Where do you start with that? So, um, if I remember correctly, first you have to get your TRS done. That's like the up and foremost, like most muy importante thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, secondly, you have to have six months, uh, left of your EAS. I think it's a year to six months. One of the two. Okay. Um, and so you go ahead, get your TRS done, then you go to the tuition assistance center or the education center, one of the other ones, uh, the one that's at like the college on base. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And uh, you go ahead and you can talk to them about Skillbridge. Now, they're a little bit more helpful. They'll help you through it. Um, and, you know, the interesting thing about Skillbridge is they have over 600 programs. So me, I ended up taking the route to become a police officer, mm -hmm. um, which which I'm very lucky that I ended up getting the job that I got, everything like that. But there's like 600 fucking programs where you can go to like firefighter training, uh, become a manager at like it's manager training for stores, like all sorts of shit. Um, canine handler, all sorts of stuff. And you don't pay a cent out of your pocket. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think it's GI bill covered. Really? So, so before you're even out, you can actually use that. Yes. Really? And so that's that's the tough part with uh, some units because a lot of units don't well, – not a lot of people know about it. Um, and I actually ended up talking to a bunch of people as I was doing it uh, to see, like, how their units felt about it, stuff like that. Because once again, 3-6, they let me do it, but it was, hey, if you want to do it, you're going to have to figure it all out because we don't really know. Right. Um, so uh, there's – you know, I, I strongly encourage it. Um. You know, I can't say enough about having a plan to get out. Yeah, because you you talked with me. You said uh, your wife was pregnant. You know, you have a house. You've got, you know, all these things going on. You can't really, you, you can't really afford to be kind of lost or like kind of trying to find your footing. Like once you EAS, like you needed a plan before. Yeah, so that's one of the other things that I wanted to hit on with you was, um, you know, having that plan. So like I said, you're a year from getting out. Mm -hmm. You should probably know what you want to do by the time you EAS. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, I'm going to go back home and go to college. There's nothing wrong with it, but you should be fucking signed up and fucking enrolled by the day you EAS. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like no, you should I agree. At least be in the works of it because if you, exit the Marine Corps doing the same shit that you were doing before you went in, you fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ruin this. Cause like when you get out, dude, you really have every opportunity to be successful. Um, it's, it's more of a matter of, uh, 
putting it upon yourself to make make that happen. Yes, uh, absolutely. And yeah. and knowing how to word your experience and you know being able to put translate it out onto a a resume mm -hmm. is so huge and being able to explain it to sell yourself yeah you know if, if you leave with the mentality of oh i was just a fucking dumb grunt blah 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 yeah blah, no that's dumb then, yeah you're probably not going to get too far yeah and you're selling yourself short yeah <laughs> my seniors told me about that they they told me they're like i hated it when i saw like my peer group um, selling themselves short, doing these like, and you know, no offense to them, but doing these like simple jobs where it's, it's like you're, you look at these people and like you are capable of so much more. Like we, we saw it just in like leading people on a range or leading people just in general. And then you see some people going into like crazy simple jobs and just settling with it. Yeah. If you, if you get out and you go back to delivering pizzas, I mean, you better be making a good fucking chunk of change, dog, because yeah. you're worth more than being a pizza delivery yeah, guy. Yeah, that is not it. <laughs> After the X amount of time that you had and experience in the Marine Corps that you had, and, you know, uh, especially if you have a family, um, that's something that, that played a huge role in the choices that I made when getting out. So, like you said, my wife was pregnant. Um you know, I have bills, a house, a car, a mortgage, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I kind of had to make that, oh, shit, snap decision. Um, and it was a scary choice for me because this was back when it was uh, all the, you know, fuck the police kind of thing. And so and everything just seemed fucking like it was on down downhill slope. Right. Um, so it, I had to like. I really just, I decided, you know, fuck it clubs. If somebody, if somebody has to do it, I guess it, it might as well fucking be me. And I know that I'll at least be able to make a, a, a decent paycheck by doing it. I've always wanted to do it, but I was kind of on the, on the fence of doing and of becoming a police officer. Yeah. So what, what did, is that like a family thing too with you guys or was it just something you wanted to do? Actually? Yeah, it is also a family thing. My dad's a cop. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um but, you know, once again very fortunate to uh have made the decisions and uh be able to get onto the other side of things after like mid transition and being able to tell the guys who are a little bit behind me, be like, Hey, fucking look, this is good to go. I just you know, I just wet my feet with this. You guys need to hop on the fucking train. Yeah, dude, that's something that me and um another person would hit on a lot and it's that that expectation or not even that expectation it's that um your junior dudes they don't stop watching you when you get out like that doesn't stop they're still you know paying very close attention to what you're doing even more so now than even before like while you were still in because they're they're looking for that example um to follow when they get out like they want to know who they can uh, go to for advice when they get out and dude it's oh, like crazy yeah i did it Especially with my seniors and then even now like seeing my dudes messaging me the same shit that i was messaging my seniors yeah, fucking, uh, especially if you were someone now, I mean, obviously it's hard to gauge this as yourself, but if you're someone that your dudes frequently came to, like I, I had a, 
personally, I believe I had a good relationship with my junior dudes. I treated them good, treated them like men. Um, I like to think that we had a good, good thing going. Um, and so when I was making my transition getting out, you know, they, they poke and prod, ask a lot of questions because, you know, if you're someone that they looked after and like looked at as like a role model and you get out and you fall flat on your fucking face, you're going back to delivering pizzas. Well, they're going to fucking, they're going to look at that and be like, wow, shit, Lance Corporal or Corporal or Sergeant so-and-so fucking got out and Jesus Christ. Look yeah, at them. dude. Like, yeah. Don't, fuck. don't settle, man. Push your, yourselves. If you got that GI bill, go to, you can, you can go to, or not even if you have that GI bill, like we all have it. Um, if, if you know, college isn't going to be your thing, like, and even and you know you want to do something else, get into trade schools, dude. You can make as much money as some dude with a bachelor's degree than with, with a trade. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I had a, one of my buddies who was in my company who lived with me at my house out in town. Um, he didn't do Skillbridge. He did another veterans program that was just looking for vets to go ahead and have them do some online classes and stuff. And like I said, now he's an electrician. Um, yeah, those are huge right now. There's so many, there's so many things and people looking to help vets and people getting out and transitioning out. It's it's insane, and honestly, it fills my heart full of fucking joy to see that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of resources that um, we can use, but oftentimes dudes just kind of don't really hear about. And like SkillsBridge is like one of them, and it's almost like like. You all know about SkillsBridge, but at the same time, it's like it's just hard to get into. And I really kind of hope that with like podcasts and then like social media, it'll kind of pressure them into thinking like, or into kind of realizing they're like, all right, well, we need to seriously sit down and start like taking our dudes' futures, like once they get out of the Marine Corps, seriously. Cause like, yeah, we have TRS, but like, honestly, that shit's like, I kind of wish I just didn't even have it, honestly. Like, that was kind of just a waste of time for me. I mean, I learned tidbits here and there, but for the most part, it was just kind of like, you know, like, just stuff that I already knew. Bro, I couldn't even fucking tell you a single thing that I did in TRS. Yeah, I just dude, it's... Right the fuck through it. You know what TRS I... TRS fucking doo-doo. Yeah, like, and I mean, you know, obviously everybody's opinion on this is different because everybody had different relationships with, you know, the people in charge of them and shit. But um, for me, I almost wish that, like, the dudes in charge of us were, like, kind of sitting down, like, actually giving a fuck about our futures and not just, like, hey, do you have this done? Hey, do you have that done to get out? Like, You know what I think it is? I, I think it's, you know, especially, like, you know, if it's a sergeant, staff sergeant, something like that, who's also planning to get out, I think they're a little afraid for themselves. I think there's this big overcoming fear people when they come out yeah even for me like i know just as a lance um or not even i wasn't a lance when i got out but um i i sat there dude and i was like i knew what i was gonna do i had it i had i gotten signed up for school you know i was enrolled in it i was ready to do that i was gonna hang out for the summer and then you know start college but at the same time i was sitting there i was like am i gonna be able to really do this? Am I going to be able to be in college? Am I going to be successful? Because I was really, really worried about not being successful, dude. Because it, it's scary, dude. The future really is scary when you sit down and think about it. 
and you don't have a solid plan. And I, you know, I kind of feel for the dudes that get out and didn't really plan and they're kind of like just feeling their way through the dark until they, you know, find their footing. I feel for them too, man. But I mean, you know, uh, everybody in my company or most of everybody knew exactly what I was doing. Um, knew that, you know, I was going through skill bridge. I was doing the TRS, everything like that. And I offered a hand. I gave uh, as many people as asked for my number. I gave them anything that they needed to reach out. And I was more than willing to take more of my own time while I was doing other things to go ahead and help them. And the thing is, is I guess a lot of people just don't want to put the fucking work in. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just varies from person to person. I mean, yeah, you can you can always shoot out the information, you know, give somebody the uh you know every single resource to be successful but like at the end of the day it's on them yeah and and that's what you know my my dad runs an instagram it's a marine mentoring network and he tries to reach out like he just posts frequently and tries to reach out and help people and the whole main idea of it is that that same concept of you know you're not just a dumb grunt blah 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 like we we personally know friends of the family that were like oh three fifty ones oh three thirty ones oh three forty ones that went out and became fucking scientists like, yeah yeah i know some dudes that went and did some like absolute like really crazy shit and you know you'd sit there and you'd think and you're like you know i didn't think he'd be capable of that but like at the end of the day like we we tend to like you said sell ourselves short yeah it's fucking you know there's nothing wrong with uh you know i had a couple friends that told me when i became a police officer that 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 was like the normal prior marine backup plan blah 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 or like if you went to become an emt or a firefighter there's nothing fucking wrong with it yeah man becoming a cop firefighter emt something like that like, yeah i wanted to be an emt for a while I, I really wanted to do that but i ended up just i was like i should probably just get right into school because I, I was worried that if if i didn't get into school like knowing myself i was worried that i wasn't going to do it and just my own experiences with like my family my dad had been in college but he stopped going and then ended up actually getting to a point in his career where he could be making like double what he's making now but he doesn't have a piece of paper and it's it's like it's it's dumb so i, I just wanted to kind of avoid that i guess yeah there but. there's a there's a bunch of like with emts and paramedics and stuff uh there's a bunch of programs for that and then yeah. Uh, there's a, a job board page um, um yeah you can even do it while you're still in there's uh night classes at the fucking local Coastal college Carolina. yeah yeah at the college um that's where like if you go down to the education center um this was something that i never knew about that actually is a perfect thing to talk about on this um when you go down to the education center there's a dude there that'll uh tell you about this but you can actually do college courses um you can go through the material and everything and then study and then test out um and if you pass it um that stuff goes toward uh college but if you say like your worst case scenario you completely fucking bomb it it doesn't affect your gpa like at all yeah there there's a lot of things that you can do to further yourself yeah dude um, and it's just heartbreaking to see people like just choose hey uh you know i could do this but instead i'm just gonna get fucked up this weekend and not put any leg work in like yeah. you know the, the last year to six months is so crucial 
Yeah, it really is. Like, we really need to get into that mindset of like, hey, like, you know, this is really starting to get like very real. Like, you're going to be like the paychecks are going to stop. The health insurance is going to stop. You know, the fucking dental is going to, you know, all that shit. It's going to stop. And then it's going to be on you to like fucking figure it out from there. Not only that, but, uh, you know, when guys get out, and um, they don't necessarily have a plan or are doing something to, uh, you know, chase after what they, they want in their life. I mean, us as Marines, we are objective and mission oriented. Mm-hmm. Now, it's natural when you leave and you no longer have a mission to feel fucking pointless. Yeah. Yeah. A lot you of need, dudes hit that. Mission. Yeah. Yeah, even myself, like, I'll, I'll even admit to that, like, I felt kind of lost a little bit. You know, some people will always say, like, the Marine Corps isn't your identity, and yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's not. But at the same time, like, we were there for four years. These were, like, the forming years of our of our youth that will kind of lay down the path for the rest of our future. And, like, the experiences we had definitely they aren't going to leave you you know they 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 formed you to what you are now yeah, so it's absolutely. it's really yeah so when people like get that sense of like um that they're lost and they don't know what like their value is anymore um that's that's a normal thing on i, I mean i want to say it's a normal thing i don't know you think it's a normal thing I think it is when, when you're transitioning, um, because I, I know I didn't feel that way when I got out. Uh, I immediately, I, I, I ended up working literally the day I got out. The day I picked up my DD-214 was my first shift as a police officer. Yeah, that's so. awesome. That's awesome. Had everything planned and ready. Yeah, I mean, it helped with me um, already having a plan, already being enrolled in college, you know. So, I, you know, I'd sit there and kind of, I was starting to figure out you know like what am i doing you know who am i now um but it it definitely helped having that plan and there's nothing wrong with reaching out and oh yeah no absolutely not somebody who did it to be like dude i am fucking lost in the sauce and i would like to do what you're doing or i'd like to know how i can get to this yeah i had five buddies that we served with in our battalion that after, two months after I got out, all hit me up and called me. Even people from other battalions uh, hit me up and called me. I'm like, dude, I hear about what you're doing. Um, can you please point me in the right direction? And I have no fucking problem doing that. Yeah, dude. People are not hesitant to give you all types of information on stuff that they're knowledgeable in, like how to become a police officer, stuff like that. Or like how, like when I was starting to um, look into colleges, I didn't know any fucking thing about how to enroll how to fucking do any of it and i started asking around in my company i was like going to my friends and shit i was like hey you going to college you going to college and then you know eventually i found someone that was and you know he fucking walked me through the whole fucking like literally like almost held my hand because i couldn't fucking I i was just lost in the sauce and this dude got me um enrolled into college dude and it and i sold myself short actually the college I was trying to get into, I didn't think I would get into because my grades sucked. But the whole fucking thing that we talked about, like like gassing yourself the fuck up in like your admission essays, um, or like your letters of recommendations, uh, like 
have a good relationship with the people um, above you. Have some sort of working relationship. I know that can be hard at times depending on person to person within people's chain of command. But um, try and have some type of working relationship with them. And hopefully it's a good one. You know, hopefully things aren't bad. But um, yeah, I had a lieutenant that wrote me a letter of recommendation and it was actually like a really, really, really fucking... I think it's what got me into college. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I like that and my admission essay. I made it sound like I because my grades were shit in high school. I did fucking horrible. Um, Dude, so did I. <laughs> yeah, I did so bad. And but what I did was I talked about my experiences in the Marine Corps, how it's made me into a better person, how I've been exposed to other cultures, how I've traveled and really grown as a person, and um. You know, obviously, I didn't get feedback on my essay, but I got accepted, so I guess that's enough. <laughs> I think that's pretty good feedback onto its own. Yeah. I mean, fucking when I when I did my uh, police academy, um, their whole thing was, you know, you know, you may not get hired at the department that you want, but you know, uh, getting hired is the key. You know, you get hired, then you go ahead and pick a dream department after doing a little bit of time. Um, I felt. I felt like, you know what, fuck it, I'll shoot for the stars. I went and applied to the department in which I wanted to. And uh, I actually applied to like two others, and I didn't hear back from the any anyone else except for the department that I wanted. And um, I got hired on my first shot. And I think it was just presentation of myself and being able to articulate yeah, and sell myself. Yeah, it's important to for anybody that like – like if your grammar sucks or your fucking spelling sucks or like you don't if if you want to call it like using big words like no the, dude like educate yourself read some literature like learn things learn about how how to write things and how to um like practice right making that resume don't not even practice like make a make a resume for yourself and really sit down and sit there and be like okay what can i piece together from these four years and dude like for like if you have trouble with that reach out to a yeah, body dude yes absolutely dude i literally um i was trying to go for a job but i i didn't end up actually applying but i i'd written this uh resume and i was just having like my my roommates here reading over they weren't in the military and you know they're kind of reading through this and at the end of it they're kind of like looking back up at me and they're like uh they're like oh shit you know like because it's you know that kind of that realization of um like like we like we keep saying we're just selling ourselves short and then you know the people around you even start to see they're like oh shit all right yeah this guy has some like skills yeah man you you if you can articulate properly the experiences in which you had like for instance those of the guys that went with us to asia um you know some of us worked with uh, the Japanese forces. Some of us worked with the Korean forces. Some of us mm -hmm. worked with the Filipinos. And uh, that experience, uh, training somebody with a language barrier on a complicated weapon system, that's huge. Yeah. I mean, just going to a different uh, country and experiencing a different culture and meeting new people, that in and of itself is huge. But then you take the whole like military side of it and we're training to fight side by side um with a language barrier and at the same time you know you're you're like meeting these dudes and you're like 
you're like, you know, what are what are Japanese grunts like? What are, you know, Norwegian grunts like? And it's all kind of the same, honestly, at the end of the day. We're all a bunch of fucking idiots, but... Yeah, it's kind of funny, dude. I saw a video yesterday. Um, it was this Russian paratrooper, and he was fucking... He was just sliding along the ground because his parachute's just fucking blowing in the wind. This dude's literally, like, sledding through grass, and he's just sitting there laughing. I was like, dude, this is, like, we're, we're all really the fucking same. <laughs> yeah, dude, war warriors are the same across the boards. It's just uh, our gear changes. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, you know, and that's one of the cooler things about having my family be all fucking Marines, like me telling my dad about the stories and, you know, all the crazy shit that happened at the barracks or shit that happened out on field ops or on deployments. He's like, oh yeah, we did that same fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> like the other night he was telling me about, uh, they were on a deployment and they stopped in Greece and, um, fucking him and his boys, they weren't supposed to be out past a certain time and they stayed out past that certain time. And uh, they realized, and they were fucking hammered, and uh, they got back to ship, and they figured the only way that they could get back on was going into uh, the little hole where the anchor comes out. Oh, and, they crawled through that? Got, yeah, yeah, they did. They climbed the <laughs> fucking anchor and crawled through it. And, oh, my uh, God. <laughs> two of them got snatched up by sailors who were on anchor watch. Yeah, dude, what, what are you even... <laughs> I just I, I almost wish there was like a, a camera or like a security camera or something and just that moment they look over at each other and just lock eyes and just kind of stop for a second they're just like what the fuck yeah dude the amount of hammerhead shit that we've done I mean it's great and it's memories that uh that will never go away oh yeah man and I don't regret a fucking single thing yeah but, dude um yeah it's uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy um yeah, man. It really is crazy. We definitely um, hit on some really, really good points. Uh, this is one thing I wanted to talk about because I'm, I didn't want to forget, but saving money, dude, when you're getting out. Save yeah. up as much fucking money. That last year, even, I, I say the last two years, honestly. Um, the last two years you're in, like, once you hit that fucking, like, that fucking downward fucking slope, where you're finishing it out, dude, like, start saving up as much fucking money as possible, dude. Because you don't know what's gonna fuck, because, like, when when your car breaks down at the fucking bricks, you know, there's, like, a bunch of fucking little car junkies that can help you fix it. But, you know, when your car breaks down and your, your closest friend is, like, a state away, and these places are gonna try and fucking, you know, run your pockets and shit, um... You know, just having that money to as a cushion for whatever scenario there might be. Um, that's really, really, really important. Yeah, dude, save that fucking loot. And uh, if, especially if you have a family, like oh, for yeah. Christ's sake, if you have a family, I fucking pray to Christ. And that's that's one of the things, you know, please have a fucking plan. If you're married or if you're married and have children, oh, my God, please have a fucking plan. Yeah. Actuate on something. Yep. Luckily, I haven't seen that where a guy has gotten out and completely dusted his family. Luckily, I haven't fucking seen that. But I, I can't imagine it hasn't happened. Right. Um, but, you know, once again, if, if anybody needs help on plans or needs like needs to reach out for help for, you know, figuring out how to fuck to get out or you're out and you're trying to figure out where the fuck do I go now? Like, hit me up. 
Yeah, dude, I can literally, like, if they, you can hit up him, you can hit up literally anybody, dude. If you hit up me, dude, the first thing I'm going to ask you is what state are you in? And then I'm going to fucking put it out on the story. I'm like, hey, who's in fucking whatever state? And, dude, I promise you I'm going to have at least five people fucking swipe up and be like, hey, man, I'm in this state. What's going on? And fucking I'll be like, hey, so-and-so's uh, struggling right now. He's in this town. Is there a fucking, do, do you have? Yeah. Don't be a tool. Yeah, dude. Cause like, um, when I did that for one other person, there was actually about two people, uh, close enough to his city that literally could just drive out and help him out, and fucking, um, it it's cool. It's really, 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 really cool. Because at the end of the day, like, beyond the memes and the podcast and fucking GoFundMe's, all that other shit, um. I guess this ties into the GoFundMe's, but th this page is like a safety net. Like, this community, um, even with, like, other pages and shit, this community is like a safety net, dude. You can hit these people up for fucking help, and they're able to, like, reach out to this plethora of um, of people willing to fucking help you, dude. It it's really, like, dude, dude... That's one of the things I wanted to, you know, commend you for and fucking thank you for everything that you have fucking done. Oh, man, I, I'm just doing you... it for the boys, man. I love and you that's guys. What I'm <laughs> You've done an unbelievable thing by connecting all of us. Now, granted, yeah, the memes are fucking hilarious. The videos of us partying are fucking great. Everything that you... But beyond that, the, the outreach and the community stuff that you do for Marines... And their families, it's unbelievable, dude. And, you know, we fucking deserve a, a pat on the back for that shit because <laughs> you're doing a great fucking thing. I appreciate it, man. But, yeah, at the end of the day, I just I, I love being able to help you guys. Like, I hate seeing dudes in a bad spot. I really, really hate it because at the end of the day, dude, after all the shit we've gone through, whether you were in during peacetime or wartime, like, if you were just in the Marine Corps or infantry, at the end of the day, dude, we all deserve to have good lives following that. Like, we... You know, you, you you put out, like, a lot of... We did a lot of crazy shit that, like, a lot of people like to um, play down, like, the like the reality of it. Because we are brutally young. Like, we, we are so, so young going through some crazy shit. And that's just even in peacetime. Like, in wartime, too. These dudes even went through crazier shit at such a young, young age, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we came together as a... As a honestly a group of people, and you know, I heard some. I forget who was talking about it, but they brought up a huge point um, that like a lot of us come from fucked up families. Yeah, like we all come from a bad fucking place. Essentially, coming in hope for some guidance as a as a young adult. Yep, and and to go smash shit and fucking be an absolute animal. But fucking, you also come for the boys and yeah. the brotherhood and yeah, stuff the brotherhood. like that. Yeah, and man. it kills me to see people get out and get in this deep down like well and fucking, you know, you call them, you're like, hey, you fucking you doing all right? Yeah, 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 I'm fine. And that's all you keep getting is, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, yeah, I hate that, dude. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Open bullshit. up. Don't be don't be scared to Um, I, I don't want to say be vulnerable. That's not really the right word, but don't be scared to like open up like. There's nothing wrong with admitting um, you're not okay. And, you know, I when I was going through some crazy, crazy stuff, like um, when I was coming back from my first deployment, um, 
you know, I did that same shit. I didn't tell anybody what was wrong. I didn't, I didn't, it took like one of my seniors forcing me to uh, tell him what was going on. But it's, once you do open up, it's, it's incredible, like how much you'll kind of realize that people care and it'll kind of come from the people you kind of least expect it. But at the same time, the people you do expect it from, um, or that you think at least you'd hope. But it's like, yeah, dude, just open up. Like, get it off your chest, dude. If it, if it's eating you alive, dude, just shoot somebody a text that you, like, trust, dude. And just be like, hey, man, can I fucking call you? Or can I fucking... I promise you they'll drop whatever they're doing to call you, dude. I promise. And this goes for dudes with, with families and wives and stuff like that. Like, do not think because your wife fucking didn't serve or wasn't a Marine that she doesn't fucking, you know, that she isn't there for you or she doesn't deserve to hear what you're going through and stuff. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's a good point, man. Um, you know, that's like that I went through for a little bit. I felt like, hey, whatever, like it's my own shit. She doesn't deserve to hear it. And it affected our relationship. Yeah. And then I opened up. I figured, fuck it. Like, I, I can't I can't keep having these arguments and disagreements and stuff. And I'm honestly being a fucking asshole. Yeah. And then I decided to open up, and now I tell my wife everything I fucking do. I, I tell her everything that bothers me at work, everything that bothers me personally, and we couldn't be fucking better. Yeah, yeah, it's she almost like you're you're closer for it. Yeah, because you guys like, kind of understand each other more. A communication is so yeah. huge. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think I'm going to have a whole podcast just on that, just like relationships, dude, because we, we see dudes jump in and out of these relationships or even marriages um hopefully not marriages plural but um yeah hopefully but um and how to like really manage that while you're still in the military and just because like when when you're in this and i've noticed this too just from being in college um relationships are very different in the civilian world compared to the military Yes, for yeah. fucking sure. Yeah. Uh, it's not easy, okay? <laughs> yeah. Rome was not built in a fucking day. Um, and, and you know, I think that's another thing that people have trouble with when they get out is uh, when you get out and, you know, you're with people who aren't Marines. Now, that's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. but they aren't going to get your fucking sense of humor. Right, yeah, no, I had to shut that off. I had to stop, like, cussing so much. I had to stop, you know, saying, like, the dark... The the shit that, you know, me and you would think is hilarious. You know, if I said that in front of, like, my roommates, they'd look at me like I was fucking crazy. Yeah, so it is is kind of tough. Um, Yeah. You know, fucking people are like, I feel like I can't relate with people, stuff like that, Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, And, you know, once again, hit your boys the fuck back up. Because yeah. I talk to my dudes all the fucking time. I honestly only have one civilian friend from back home, and he's my fucking boy. We've been boys for like 10, 15 years, and it's been fucking great. Yeah, friends like that. I, I have that same kind of uh, relationship with one of my friends from uh, high school. Like, even though we both went down different paths, and at times we didn't really talk to each other until I was coming home for a little bit. But when I did come home, it was like we picked up right where we left off. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's so important, and especially if you're fucking struggle busting. Like, I don't know about you, but I have a couple of buddies that are fucking are hitting the road hard, especially with their personal relationships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, if your boy reaches out to you, 
fucking man the fuck up and be honest. Be like, yes, dude, fucking life sucks. Yeah, life dude. Sucks big balls right now, and yeah. I'm struggled nothing. And if, yeah, dude, and even like relate to them too. Like, tell them about what's going on with you, dude. Because if it, like, you really don't know sometimes when, you know, one of the problems somebody else is having is like the exact same shit you're having. And even if you guys can't really help each other out with it, it's, it's at least that connection. You're like, okay, I'm not alone. Right. And how, how many people did we lose in, in four years in three, six to suicide? Um, I think four or five. Probably. I know we lost one, uh, last year and then, the year before I think we that lost was two. two. In our company, one in Kilo in 2018. And I don't know. It was about three or four. Yeah. Maybe five. About that. Yeah. But yeah. like, fuck, man. Like, yeah, it's... It, not only does it affect their families, stuff like that, it affects the homies. And that's honestly like the most important thing. Yeah. The best fucking time I had in my life was when my when my dudes lived with me. At my house, we had spare bedrooms, and we let them live in the bedrooms. Oh, dude, me and my buddies uh, thought about doing that too. All uh, pitching in to have a apartment. Dude, it's not a fucking bad idea. If you yeah. fucking hate the barracks and stuff like that, dude, split a fucking place with your boys. I'm telling you, the best fucking year and a half of my life is when I had two of my boys living with me and my wife at the house in our spare bedrooms, like. It's fucking, it's a cool-ass, surreal experience. Yeah, because if you get a bunch of the boys together, and then you guys are having little, like, house parties and shit, and you're just, you know, you get away for a little bit, and almost have a sense of, like, a, a normal-ish kind of life. But at the same time, though, you gotta have, like, the right kind of people with you, because yeah. that can almost be yeah, worse correct. than being in the barracks. Correct. Uh, once again, like the people that you actually mesh well with yeah. and like people that you actually legitimately consider friends. And this goes to the get the fuck out of the barracks. Like, go go do stuff like yeah, do uh, something, the, man. the single marine program. Dude, you can rent like a fucking Boston whaler for like 200 bucks and like take that bitch. Oh, out. Oh, yeah. The, the marina, the uh, yeah. out by Geiger. Yeah, there's a marina out of Geiger um, that you can rent boats at. You can rent fishing poles all that shit if you go to the px2 on lejeune you can get your fishing license um all you need to, I, what was it like fucking some kind of proof of residence i think you don't need like a north carolina license you it, because we're military yeah, and something yeah that gets like waived or something you need some kind of like uh proof of like residence so i'm pretty sure but, but yeah it's not, a heavy lift. it's not a heavy lift whatsoever yeah it's not crazy right, it's not yeah that's buying a rifle huh that's buying a rifle the proof of residency oh is it yeah you're thinking of buying a rifle getting a fishing license that's why people get the fishing licenses is that like what do you need for that i forgot i did that so long ago so to get a fishing license, I don't think it requires anything. I think you can oh, just really? go to the. You just, I think you just show them your barracks address or something. But to get a, uh, an actual rifle, I think out in North Carolina, you need a North Carolina address. So I think uh, that's where the fishing license comes into because you use like a buddy who lives out in town's address. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, you can go out on the marina. You can rent those out. You can go fishing. There's tons of places to fish on Lejeune. Even, like, off of Lejeune, there's tons of places. Me and my buddy went fishing a couple times. He was trying to catch an alligator. 
But every night does not need to be spent at the end of a bottle. Oh yeah. And no. every weekend doesn't need to be that either. Yeah. Like, like I talked about, um, with Paul Regal, like there's tons of stuff you can go and do like outside of Jacksonville. Like I went skydiving one time. I fucking loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fucking there's a bunch of cool ass shit or if, like, like me and my buddies did fucking pick a place on the East coast and just go. Yeah. If you've never been North of Virginia, well, maybe you and your boys can pack your asses up and go North of Virginia for once. Yeah. Like, Myrtle beach, uh, Virginia beach. I've been to both of those cool places. Um, you can go down to like, like even, yeah, like I'd say take a 96 or something, get a group of boys together and like go down to like Miami or something, you know, some kind of place where you guys can really just have fun. Yeah, absolutely. And build those bonds. Don't don't go of the uh, the mindset of oh, I just fucking work with these guys. Blah 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 blah. Like I've made lifetime friends oh, in yeah. the Marine Corps. Yeah, for sure. So don't 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 cut yourself out and don't cut your boys out of an experience that might you know change the rest of your life. Like I have friends that you know even a guy that came into uh, my 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 platoon as a senior. I mean, me and him are super fucking good friends. I yeah. lived with him for four months. Like, yeah, you get close. Out of experience. Yeah, yeah. When um, this is a little story about me, but when when I was a new dude and we were in Japan in like 2018, whatever year that that shit was, 2019. Um, I think it was 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. Back then, dude. Like, if if I would see myself now, um, back then, I literally I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, what? And, dude, because I was so different, dude. I was very quiet. I didn't socialize. I was just kind of, like, always in my room. And I hate that, dude, because I could have had so much more fun in Japan than I did. So, if like, if you're one of those dudes that's, like, super quiet, dude, get out of your shell. Like, go do stuff with the boys. Or even if you're not, like, take advantage of those opportunities to go and do shit. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know about you. Did you end up going back to your hometown? Um, for a little bit, but then I left for college again, so I wasn't really there for that long. That's something that I want to touch on if you're okay with that. Yeah, yeah, man. Dude, fucking going back to your hometown is like, you know, one of the craziest things that I've always ever heard of people that are like, yeah, I'm getting out, blah, blah, blah. You're like, okay, sweet. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going back to the hood. And you're like, what? Like, yeah. uh, you remember the guy from our unit that went back to his actual hood and fucking got shot and killed? Really? Was this recently? Uh, like seven months ago, eight months? No, it was like a year ago. Yeah, I don't remember hearing about that. Yep, he was in my company, went back to his actual, like, hood hood, like, no shit, the hood, and fucking got murdered. Yeah, that's so, fucked like, up. If you come from a shitty hometown, or you're from, like, one of those hometowns that they make the fucking memes about, it's, like, fucking the same dude and chick that stays in their hometown and blah, 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 and they're wearing, like, a fucking fishing shirt and, like, cargo shorts, like, maybe when you get out, fucking go try somewhere else. It's literally getting out is, like, a, a new lease on life. Yeah, dude, you, you really, like, I can't stress enough. You really have every opportunity to to go up from here. And, um, you, you even say like talking about hometowns, like I love my friend to death, but like, he's still doing the same thing he's been doing since he got out of high school. And it's like, dude, that's not, you know, you need to, you need to do like delivering pizzas because that's literally what he does. Um, it's yeah, like, don't dude, be that guy. yeah, it's like, dude, you can, you can, you're capable of so much more. I know you are. 
Don't be that fucking guy. That does not have to have to be your life. Yeah. Yeah, man. But um, I think we had an awesome conversation. We're at about our time, man. Um, thank you so much for coming on to the show, dude. I loved it, dude. dude we we had a great on. yeah. This was a great conversation. This is definitely gonna help out people. Well, I hope so, man. Um, if anybody needs anything, a lot of people know how to get to me. So. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your handle? Uh, it's Liberty Sun three hundred eight, but I really don't use Instagram like that. Uh, that's why I don't post shit. But I mean, if somebody does need anything, um, they can reach out to that, and I will get back to them. Right. So. Yeah, man. Even if you reach out to me, I can shoot you uh, his information too. Um, absolutely. Well, it was a pleasure, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, man. Me. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, everybody. Uh, have a good night. See you guys next time.